Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Recording super early here today. It's 11.30, Monday, Labor Day. It's Eric. We have a special guest who might have more energy than any guest we've ever had on. Um, I hope you saw the story about these guys in the Blade by Jeff Schmucker, who covers all kinds of art and musicals and other performances. I think it's usually a, a Thursday feature in the Blade or the Blade news slide like I use of, of Jeff's. And uh, Jeff highlighted um, a competing Toledo podcast. No, we always want to have podcast on podcast nonviolence here on this show. But uh, but Ron and Kyle and also Tom on occasion, a couple of guys who work at TOL, at WTOL, so I knew we would immediately have some chemistry there. They have a podcast called Stage Door. Stage Door Theater, highlighting all kinds of great musicals and performances in the area. And there are certainly a ton of those because often you hear those people who have either that interest or are performers um, in a lot of those performances here on this podcast. Uh, One quick thing or a couple of quick things. Uh, It is a Monday. It's Labor Day. We don't usually do holidays, but it was a good time to connect with Kyle. Also, Happy New Year to the three to four Jewish people besides myself, who are a part of or listen to this podcast. It's Happy New Year. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Um, I am off the rest of this week, and you're going to get some best of podcasts. So I didn't want you to go without having an episode to listen to the rest of this week. So maybe there there are episodes that I want you to hear again, or you might have missed because, man, if you listen every day, I greatly appreciate it. I'm not going to tell you who or what the topics are, other than Friday's episode that we'll post in the morning is from before we went all podcast. Um, It's old show stuff. So enjoy that, even though I'm off from the radio this week, which means no podcast, unless something dire happens um, there will still be podcast episodes. Kyle Omler, you know at the end of the podcast, I mispronounced it, from Stage Door Theater Podcast, which you should check out, especially for one of the many people who love performances listening to this show. Hey, good morning. There you are. Cool. Let me turn my headphones up so I can hear you. All right. You're working on Labor Day. Sorry about this. Uh- uh, no, it's totally fine. I had to come in and record my show anyway. So, ah, but okay. after that, so, after that, we're good. Well, I just heard you talking with uh, Bethany and everybody about how you were going to have the time off, and then you said well, I got to come in and do something on Monday, and I was like, "Shit, that's me." No, he's talking about me. Not a problem. <laughs> so I, I am recording, and uh, oh, that's fine. So, no, and curse at your leisure. Um, I heard some of that too. Yeah, yeah, you can. You, that's the that's the fun thing about the podcast. I'm an average guy, man, so I'm gonna swear from time to time. That's the whole stick that we have, right? We're just two normal guys doing theater shit. So, uh, so are you drinking now? I mean, it is Labor Day. No, I'm not drinking right now. I just I have water. I mean, normally we do have drinkies when we when we have a good time, but usually that's at six thirty at night. So it's kind of just a. A great little lubricant for the guests when they come on too. So got it. And do you? I I don't need a lubricant to talk. I have plenty of vocal (laughs) skills. I can just talk whenever. Do you guys? uh, Do you guys record in someone's living room? We go to my living room, uh, and then we go to Ron's living room, and sometimes we go on location. We were just at Godspell, so when we were at Godspell, we were on location, so you could hear all of them singing in the background, and we were just 
you know, the director was kind enough to let us just pull people in and just harass them. And it was, it was a good time. It was to, something totally different. Our setup is very portable. So it's, it, we can go anywhere. We can move anywhere just to make it super easy. So you and, you and Ron, um, you've both, both worked at TOL for a long time, right? We're still there. Right, We're still right. there. We're, yeah. Yeah. Um, until yeah. this podcast airs, and then that'll be the end of that, right? <laughs> they actually do know about us, so it's fine. <laughs> you know, Melissa always, like, she always, uh, I have Melissa, I've been friends with Melissa for a long time, and she, after we record, she always messages me afterwards. She's like, did I say anything that I'm going to get in trouble for? I'm like, oh, maybe, but who cares? I don't know. At this point in time in my life, I, I'm just going to be myself, and if it gets me fired, I guess I get fired, but hopefully not. I mean, I think I'm a pretty decent dude, so uh, you know, it's not, I'm not going to do anything inappropriate. I'm not going to come on here and say some terrible stuff. You know, I'm going to be myself, and I'm pretty comfortable with who I am. So, right. I mean, I don't think I'm going to do anything that's offensive or hurt anybody's feelings or do anything like that that would embarrass the station. So, Have you, have you had that moment yet doing i think what well, you guys have recorded 11 podcasts or there's eight that have been published and three in the can yes we have several in the can actually we record two to three actually a week so we don't have any shortage of people that want to come on to the show which is great which means people want to come on to the show they must obviously be listeners we have all sorts of people that are telling us you know the the list just keeps growing that tells us that they they oh that's you guys i didn't know that was you guys and and we're like, yeah, that's us, man. We're just, we're just doing things. And, and we have tons and tons of different things. Anybody who touches on theater in the area, we want them on. It does, they don't have to be an actor. I mean, the actors are, are great, and they got great personalities. So when they come on, they're always great to talk to. But also, they also have a lot of attention already. You know, they get, they're on. So we want to talk to directors. We want to talk to... We have a stage manager coming on now. We got a programming director coming on. It's like these are just kinds of people that that it's amazing to me how many people it takes to put on theater. And when Ron and I started doing this, um, we're just we're just dads. We're just dads who didn't know anything about theater, and that's kind of our, like I said, that's our stick when we go on the radio. We had, you know, I grew up in Rising Sun, Lakota. You know where that is? No. No, that's the thing. Nobody does. It's the middle of the cornfields, literally in the cornfields, our high school is. And Ron grew up in a yeah, little suburb in Cleveland. Okay, so he didn't have any exposure either. We're older guys. We're old. We're older guys. So it's like we either did sports or we didn't do anything when growing up. So we didn't have that exposure to the arts. And then both of us somehow magically had children that got into something completely different than us. It didn't make any sense. You know, we should, they should be sports nuts too. My son doesn't even know how football is played. It's just not a thing in his world. So he has like this desire, this passion for theater. Ron's son had this passion, desire for theater. We're, you know, we're dads. We get into whatever our kids like. So we started listening to it and watching it and doing stuff and, and then realized over time, why the hell haven't we been fans of this? This is ridiculously good. And we should be fans of this as well. And we just never had that exposure growing up. And now we got sucked in. We found ourselves hanging out. We, you know, we work together, like you said. We go to lunch. And when we go to lunch, we go for walks. And we ended up just always, always talking about what our kids were doing. And what theater show they were in. And what auditions they were going out for. And this and that. And it just became this huge, like, why the hell don't we just start a podcast? Shit, we talk about this all the time anyway. So let's is, just do it. 
Is there, uh, I was reading in the article and you just alluded to it, uh, is there any part where you've actually fallen in love with theater and the performances or is, is most of the push behind it because it's what your kids do? And obviously you want to support your kids in anything they choose and that they have an appreciation for, but is there a part where, where a light went on for you guys and we're like, we really like this stuff? It's all the love now. That's all it is now. I'm glad my kids do it, but honestly, if they stop doing it, we wouldn't stop being fans. That's, that's why we called it Stage Door, because we are just fans. And the Stage Door, for those who don't know, is the door in the back of the, back of the theater. So after the show's over, you go into the back, and that's when you meet you know, Christian Chenowitz. That's when you meet the big stars, and you just kind of oogle over them, and you got your program for them, their playbill for them to sign. It does. It is just a huge deal. Okay, so like my first show that I went and saw was Les Mis, and Les Mis, you know, was like a fire hose to my mouth as far as being, you know, this is a show that I saw. Why well, I, I could have seen any show, and I was lucky enough to see Les Mis, and I could not believe what I was witnessing on stage. And this this was an all star cast of teenage kids put on by Three B Productions, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, these are teenagers. What in the hell am I looking at here? This doesn't even seem possible, but that there's this much talent in high school kids in this area. So it just has grown from there for me and for Ron too, but I'll speak for myself since Ron isn't here. And that is, if you are somebody who likes music and likes movies and likes good storytelling, there's zero reason why you couldn't love theater as well. Because that's what it is. It's great stories. You know, it's not, it's not what I thought musical theater was when I was growing up. I thought musical theater was the sound of music. You know, you know, Annie, get your gun. It's not like that anymore. I don't know if it was only like that. And I don't want to, you know, sound of music's wonderful. But have you ever heard of a show called Avenue Q? I've not. I, I have to be completely honest with you. I am not a musical fan whatsoever. And I have tried so hard to See? get into it. And I, I see right now my timelines are littered with the fact that something's rotten is opening in like just days because a bunch of my <laughs> you need friends, to see that show. I just can't get into musicals, and if I go, it's because I'm supporting. Dude, my, you my have friends. to see that. I, I watched. Dude, you the, have to see something rotten. I I watched. Uh, That's a great example of a show. I I I have. I've tried. I've really tried. And I remember okay. when, uh, when... What have you seen? What have you seen? That's what I'm going to judge you on. I'm going to say, have you seen Andy Get Your Gun and Bye Bye Birdie and these old ones that you're like, oh, geez. You know, or have you seen Something Rotten where they sing about the Black Plague on your penis? Because that's what musicals can be now. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, what's that crawling on your penis out of China? It's like, that's musicals now it's like it's fun it's great and it's you know Nostradamus is in this in this musical something rotten but it's not the Nostradamus it's his nephew who's not very good at shit you know he can't figure that stuff out you know it's like that's what musical theater is now is a great they create these great stories that are, are fun and entertaining and there's they're singing and there's dancing and you're like oh they even have a song in something rotten that makes fun of musicals that's what's great about it it's like well why would you start dancing i don't know just because <laughs> you know it's just funny um my thing is and, and this is my this is my barrier and maybe you can understand why after that. again i support the hell of my <laughs> friends, and one of the reasons i wouldn't have you on is because again so many uh, of my friends are are doing musicals doing shows i more of my friends are into that than like sports and anything else and i'm uh, always here to support them and talk gotcha. about what they're doing I just don't like singing. <laughs> I, uh, 
I, I, I can't get like I I tried to watch Hamilton when it hit Disney Plus last year, and I'm not an uh-huh. idiot. Like I get pop culture more than most people because it's part of what I have to do for for part of my living. And I was like, I can't deal with this. Like the singing, the singing is getting to me. I just can't deal with a story being told in song. I don't like it. Gotcha. So I've tried. Did, well, here's the, the thing with musicals is think of them also just like movies. Not every musical you're gonna like, not because they're different genres. I mean, you you have a story like Hamilton that has that has uh, rap music in it and stuff. I mean, if you're not a rap fan, then you're probably not gonna like that musical as much. But if you listen to other kinds of musicals, different kinds of stories, there's a, there's a show called Avenue Q. Avenue Q has puppets in it. Not everybody's gonna be like, what the hell are these puppets, you know? But it's so inappropriate, you know. It's the, again, it's got a song called "The Internet's for Porn." So it's like this is what they do, you know. It's just a funny. It makes fun of the Sesame Street world. It makes fun of these things. So you just maybe that one wasn't for you. Maybe there's another one for you. And you know, because I'm not into certain kinds of movies either, because they're just boring and too artsy. And I'm like, Ugh, no thanks, man. It's the singing that gets me. I just can't, I can't keep up with it. I can't process it. Like I like the music of of Hamilton, or I like the style and the genre. But I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here. It, it's similar to how um, I, I I think I'm a pretty smart person. But ever since I was a kid in like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and we would have to when we grow up in those schools and we're reading novels. Uh, and how there's symbolism in Wuthering Heights and all this other thing. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I'm a smart person, but I don't get symbolism and I don't get lyrics and singing. So some things just don't work with me. You're like, give me that choose your own adventure book over there. It's more fun. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. There, there is one show that I have on my radar coming up sometime in the fall. And, and, and I hope maybe you can tell me about it. There's a Sherlock sure. Holmes show happening at the Rep, I think. Okay, so I wish I could tell you about that one, but Ron and I are true to who we are, and that is that we are, we are dads who don't know a lot about theater. So some of these shows I don't know. So a lot of the shows that I have seen and have uh, been a part of are shows that my kids had done or friends and family are starting to do now. So they're still, we're very inexperienced with this stuff. And that's what we bring to the table in our podcast is we don't know nothing. So the guests need to tell us everything. They're the experts. We're definitely not the expert. We don't know much about anything. Like I said, I'm having this programming uh, director come on. I didn't even know that was a job. See, so it's just things that they have in theater that I don't even have a concept. I know who Jeremy Roanoke is, who you talked about the other day. I know who that guy is, and your guests were like, who's that? I'm like, you don't know who this hockey player is? How is wrong with you people? See, but I, that's because I'm a, like an average guy, I think. And I knew the whole scandal you were talking about with him saying that inappropriate stuff. And it's like, well, he's a hockey player. What do you think he's going to say? Yeah, I have to really dumb things down for, for the crew that joins me on the podcast because they're not sports people at all. But um, as you're probably finding out, and, and I want to ask you some questions about how you built this thing up. Sure, um, sure. And what is your what do you guys do at TOL? Uh, Ron makes commercials. He's a commercial right. producer, and I am an art director. Okay. So I yeah. So maybe you so. understand this more than Ron would, but but more than anything, and this is whether you're recording something or just working with people, chemistry is paramount, and yeah. you, you and Ron probably have that. So that's why it makes it easy to be normal people asking people who yes. are experts in their field questions. And we have another gentleman too, Tom. Tom is he steps in from time to time whenever. Uh, 
we're too busy and we can't do it ourselves. So he's like our substitute. You know, he'll, he'll come in and he'll do some stuff. And same deal. We're, we're friends first, you know, exactly. We're friends first at work and we can just talk. And when the guests come on, we just set them at ease and say, honestly, this is not an interview. Okay. This is a conversation. We just want you to talk about yourself, talk about what's going on, talk about life. And I will cut some of the crap out that's where we stall and we do some things, but generally it's pretty clean, it's pretty good. And then of course we drink some booze while we're doing it too, so that helps loosen some people up. You you've picked a good spot for uh, for having guests because whenever uh, people would come into the studio, and I can be more choosy with podcast guests, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would always have a problem with kids and high school students because uh. they don't want to talk or anything like that. But I would always be delighted to have in like the artsy kids yeah like the cheerleaders or the Santa uh-huh. dance team or the kids doing this because they're the performers and it's easy to just like throw a question at them and then they like the spotlight and they'll just talk so you always Absolutely. get people who are willing to be chatty coming on the podcast yeah super gregarious kids exactly the spotlights we had uh emma majewski in from the toledo rep young rep and she was Super delightful, you know. Good friend of my son, luckily, and and then I had uh, he was on because why not? He's I I run the damn show. It's my show, so I'm gonna have my own son on. And then, but he's in Anastasia with Lily, and they're great friends. So I've known them. So I knew that those two, and I knew that Emma, they were gonna have great personalities, like you said. You know, they're they're on stage a lot. They're used to being in the spotlight so more evidence of uh of the, the ecosystem that i that i live in somebody within the last week just asked me if the radio station was giving away tickets to anastasia oh like, i've heard about it but absolutely not so like, <laughs> all these musicals float in my world um in the article it said that you guys had spent some money to, to upgrade some equipment or whatever but yes I was, I was more I was more curious about like the trial and error. What was that all about? Because you guys strike me as the kind of guys who would just flip on the mics and go. That's exactly what we did. It was a disaster, let me tell you. We <laughs> we had we had some issues. If you listen to some of those earlier podcasts before we got some new equipment in, I feel I, I apologize, but not completely because I've heard some total crap podcasts, so I feel a little better. So even to an extent, you know, with Ron being a commercial producer and myself working, you know, working in TV, we kind of had an understanding of what to do a little bit. But man, we had some we had some terrible audio snafus just trying to figure things out. All oh, the microphone was turned down too low, or that you know I'm rattling and coughing, and it was terrible. I'm not gonna lie, it was we we're just trying to figure things out, trying like how do we even get three microphones hooked onto this thing? So how are we gonna record it? What are we gonna do here? Where are we gonna have that? Because you know we like we don't have a studio. Where are we gonna record this thing? So let's figure out where we can have this. Well, let's have it in my living room. Then my freaking dog barks. You know, it's like all these things going on that you know can happen but the equipment itself was kind of a disaster in the beginning i'm not gonna lie we had three different microphones and and oh did we hit record crap i had to i had to re-record some stuff they'll they'll never know the listeners will never know that i had to sit in my room after the fact and go well i gotta just pretend i just read and reread the line reread the line the question that i asked emma majewski just and then cut it and put it in there <laughs> separately. So that beginning part, I'll tell you what, get the equipment right to begin with. I, that's my recommendation to anybody starting a podcast. Get it correct the first time uh, and you'll save yourself a lot of headaches. What podcast do you like? Or, and please feel free to call out the ones that you said that sucked. 
<laughs> well, I listen to football stuff. So I listen to like God. Buckeye talk because I love the Buckeyes. So I'm listening to Buckeye talk. I listen to yours, obviously. Thank um, you. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, once once you got a hold of me, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me listen to this here, and it's very entertaining. And you know, you guys were talking about the the Solheim Cup coming down just recently, and Bethany carrying a, a floating pig. See, I wanted to shout out to prove that I actually did listen. That's what that was. Well, I appreciate you finding us. My on on a on an inside base or an inside football level, my goal is to make sure the podcast yeah. like. What I do, what you do, it's going to be very different, and hopefully, there's still yes. some semblance of it around in in ten years. We're not that that far apart in age, and mm-hmm. I hope that by that time, or even in five years, um, when there's somebody like Fred who's not not at WSPD anymore, mm-hmm. somebody can find our podcast because they can find out what's going on locally and get some fun commentary and opinions and some. Uh, some lifestyle involved in it because there's not going to be that on the radio anymore as as we continue to go down the path that we're going. Well, everything that I've understood is, and I'm part of the problem, I guess, too. I mean, it, it is, we are on the go. Everybody's on the go. And I, and I heard somebody say this before. They're like, well, how can this, you know, this new generation have no attention span, but then turn around and listen to a two-hour podcast? Guess- and And... I can I can add to that. I'm sorry because yeah. we we were sold that in the aughts. Like humans now have a shorter attention span than the goldfish. And to your exact point, I think some some researchers, some smart people, followed it up and said people have plenty of attention span as long as it's something they like. Exactly. That was it. It was it was research that said well they can do multiple things at once too. An audio podcast, just like in a radio, you're driving in your car in your morning commute, you have the radio on. Right, you don't just turn off everything and focus on your driving, and I think that's what everybody needs to understand up in this higher management world that only sees numbers and doesn't understand sometimes what's going on. And that is, as I'm working in the yard, I have my headphones in and I'm listening to the podcast that I want to listen to on my terms, not how they want to present it. So that's what I think is interesting about this. I listen to my football podcast. I listen to my fantasy football podcast. I, you know, I listen to those kind of things, and because that's what I find interesting, and I don't have a bunch of commercial breaks the whole time. Yeah, and I can pause it. My boss walks in the room as I'm trying to, you know, right when a good part of the Buckeye talks coming up, I pause my damn podcast, and I'm like, "Yes, how can I help you?" And then go back to what I'm doing. Can't do that, you know, in the day and age that we used to live in. No, not at all. We were uh, we were at the mercy of commercials and waiting to hear yes. a song that we liked, or yes. Or- for sports talk radio to get off of Cavalier talk and go to the bar or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now there's a niche for, for everything. And I'm glad you guys are doing this because um, to your point, and I'm aware of this because again, all my friends, we, we do have an incredible art scene here. If anybody thinks it's um, unreal, it's yeah. unreal. Again, that was another reason why we started this. Cause when Ron and I were just on our walks talking about this, we're like, okay, we named like 15, 16 community theater groups within driving distance within like an hour. You know, you go out to the Croswell, it's got a beautiful theater. We got the Rep, we got the Valentine, we got the Stranahan. But then every community, like Perrysburg and Oregon, and there's just, everybody has one. And then we're like, oh, by the way, we happen to also have a University of Toledo and Bowling Green State University and Toledo School for the Arts. Ugh. So it just kept compiling and compiling. And we're like, uh, this, we're not going to run out of content. Nope. I mean, there's so much. Nope. And have, the, the, have you had anybody or connected with anybody at, at TSA about anything they're doing? Yes. Well, that well, we just did the Anastasia interview. So okay. we talked to the yeah, we talked to the two uh, young stars in that show. And then uh, I plan on, and I haven't told them this yet, but I plan on getting a hold of her and doing a rehearsal crash with them as well. 
just uh, sit down with a couple other people. Just it's it's a fun thing. That's why we do it. We do this for fun. Sure. If it isn't fun, we're not going to do it. If it becomes not fun, absolutely. But, but we are fans, and we love meeting these people. And that's what Ron is so great at. Ron is so great at make. I want to like dig in, and I just want to start talking about crap. And Ron is so good about still being kind of a fan and, and complimenting these people and saying like, "Oh my God, you're so talented." Yeah. Um, I was I was doing a job interview for something back in the spring, I guess. Mm-hmm. And one of the gentlemen who was uh, part of the interview posse was Paul Cosman. And do you, yeah. do you know who that is? Well, of course I do. I had him in already. He's okay. screwed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he was telling me, first of all, I had no idea he was Jewish, um, like, uh. like I am. And he says to me as we start the interview, he's like, Eric, I got to tell you, I have been doing interviews for decades. And he said, I got to tell you, you were one of the best interviews that I've ever I've ever been a part of. And I was, I was floored because I remember when they came nice. in. A couple of times, uh, I didn't. I was like, I don't know, musicals. You guys are gonna have to ask all the questions. But that, that, and I think you'll get this too. You know, <laughs> already. When when somebody tells you they had a great visit with you, it's it, it feels so good. It's better than hearing. It's almost better. Absolutely. Than hearing, like, you've got a thousand listeners. When the subject says, "I had a blast," and is always a yes to come back, it's such a great feeling. Ron and I and Tom do not do this for the listeners. <laughs> We don't do it for the listens. We don't do it for the listens. We do it for ourselves. Yeah. And if we have three people listen to the podcast, like, all right, cool. We're not crunching the numbers. We're not figuring all that kind of stuff. We're just having people in and hoping people are listening to it and letting them in and just have their they will say. Yeah, Paul came in, very delightful. We've known him, or I've known him for a very long time because my son actually played Tiny Tim in the show. So he's, he's you know, had to work with him directly. So it was great. Yeah, I had great to see him again because he's so nice. Off, he's you know he places this intimidating Scrooge on stage. So when he comes off, then he's just super delightful. You're like, oh, this guy's not an ass. (laughs) Right. Well, they're they're performers. They can change who they are. Exactly. Um, And Mm -hmm. when when those those guys visited a couple of holiday seasons ago, and uh, my friend Philip, do you know Philip Taylor at all? No, I do not okay. know that name. Um, Philip was our, our, our musical expert, and he was telling me about the okay. guys coming in for Scrooge. And, and, and again, it was totally over my head. Like, of course I know, I know the Christmas story, but he's like, these guys have been doing this for, for decades. And, okay, yeah. like, he got the reverence. I did. So that's why it made me feel really good when Paul said he enjoyed the interview. But I know that, that might be the most historic show here in the area, that, that show. It is. It's a great show. Kicks off the holiday season for my family all the time. Just, you know, okay, it's Christmas time. What's the other one that happens, I think, in the Stranahan, and they always have a celebrity or, quotes, celebrity like the mayor was it one year? Uh, The Nutcracker is probably what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, so the Nutcracker is put on, obviously, by Toledo Ballet, and they, they have a particular character in that show. I forget what it's called. Again, not a, not a great theater expert guy but it's a person in this giant dress it's like mother i don't know mother something yeah mother goffle is all i'm thinking of but that's that's not the right character's name (laughs) but it's always some celebrity because pretty much they roll them out and they just you know they wave and they do stuff they don't have like a huge thing to do but it's yeah it's somebody fun you know dan cummins did it one year i remember that it was great uh do you have any wish list guests that you'd like to have on 
Any wish list guests? No, yeah. not really, not really. But because we want everybody, we think everybody's right. kind of important. You know, I mean, I, like I said, I'll take the person who's handing out the props in the show. But at the same time, if there's somebody, okay, that's a lie. Let me just say one of one of the shows that we want to do eventually, and I'm sure we will, is is success stories out of the area that are doing theater stuff. Uh, in New York City or something like that. So I would love to be able to have somebody who's from the area who is working as a professional in Broadway or in New York City. It doesn't have to necessarily be in Broadway, but working professionals, you know, out there um, that can say that their success is from the Toledo area because we have a ton. We have a ton of people that have done exactly that. I mean, it's just a matter of getting with them and and getting in touch with them. You know, somebody uh, like Elizabeth Cottle, she's living in New York City. And you know, I'm going to forget everybody's names here, but uh, Natalie so Serbia, Serbia um, she's working in theater all over the world. Um, um, Sensenstein, Madeline Sensenstein is doing stuff. You know, it's like these are professionals who went to school for this and are actors making a living. And I just think that that's one of those things that people don't think about when they're growing up. Obviously, I never thought about it because I lived in a cornfield. That this is these are jobs. These are yeah. things that people can do, and people can make an actual living and and do this. And I don't think everybody understands that, you know. And it's cool to see success. What do you uh, What do you like to drink when you're uh, when you're not doing a podcast recording at uh, eleven fifteen in the morning? Oh, it's a gin martini, sir, my man. You know, put a little stuffed blue cheese olives in there. Oh yeah. Wow, they're not going to let you go back to Lakota with those kind of tastes. <laughs> I know the little high flutin, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, far, far from the, I do the, enjoy those. The Natty Ice or the PBR, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Is when I was younger, I didn't like drinking because that's what I had. You know, I was like, why do people want to drink this crap? Is it, is, what is this made out of barley? Isn't that fed to horses? Why am I drinking this? <laughs> Is there any way, and I get it, you guys are just doing this because this is fun, but now that you've gotten into it and, and gotten such great feedback, is there are there any ways you'd like to grow um, the podcast, not necessarily like audience-wise, but adding video components or anything like that? I don't think I have a face for video, I'm not going to lie, so I don't know if that's a good idea. But um, we would have to have the camera on Ron the whole time. He's a handsome guy. Okay. But um, <laughs> I don't think video is anything we ever want to get into. But um, I think having like a nice controlled studio as an option would be a good idea. You know, sometimes not everybody can travel or, you know, sometimes I can't, you know, facilitate in my building, in my house. You know, it'd be nice maybe to have like a, 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 an established studio. Well, I've, I've been doing uh, this clean feed now since basically the outset of the pandemic. And, and as you can see, it works great. Um, and it's the, the pandemic has given us some, some good things. Obviously, there's been devastating loss of life. At this point, it's seemingly never going to end. But it's, you know, it's it's fast forwarded to how people uh, listen to and make their own podcasts. And, you know, a year and a half ago, if you and I were doing this, I'd have to have you come in. But now you're sitting in your living room and you, you probably are drunk, but it's fine. <laughs> well, that's, you're right, though, because if I hadn't probably done all this Zooming and whatever the hell, Ring Centrals and all this other stuff, and you send me this link, I would be like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Right, but now, right. you tell, now, you, now you tell me I'm going to send you a link to you know, get on. And I'm like, sure. No big deal. Yeah, I have to remind some guests, um, like, don't come in. Like, we're doing this virtually, digitally. It's like Zoom without 
uh, without video, and and it, it's great. And I'm glad that you guys are a part of this community. And um, I I hear lots of ideas. Obviously, the energy in your voice, but I hear. Uh, you guys expanding like you can do fantasy football stuff. You can do sports stuff, and it's a whole stage door podcast network. We could, we could do all sorts of stuff. I don't know. We we definitely aren't just interested in theater. And again, that's another thing I think people are. You can have other interests. You don't have to just be obsessed over one thing, but also keep your minds open to other things. Yep. Because if I hadn't had an open mind when my son started doing this stuff, I could I would have been just one of those dads that didn't go to his shows because I thought I think musicals are lame, and I just didn't do that. I wasn't willing to do that, and I got in I got into it, involved, and just fell like hard. I, I mean, I listen to musicals at work now. Look at that. Look at that. What's, uh, <laughs> what's your fantasy football team name and how many drafts have you done? <laughs> My fantasy football's name is the Aussie down undies. <laughs> and, uh, it's a black helmet with a pair of tidy whities on the side of it. So are you like a rugby <laughs> fan or something? Like how did that, how did that come about? I just wanted underwear on my helmet, so I came up with. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> because there's all sorts of puns you can use. You can use all these dad jokes in there, and so when I get in the, I can shit talk on the. You know, see, there you go. I can uh, talk about the undies are going on a on a winning streak. You know, I can say all these funny ass dad jokes. So the undies are streaking, or there's the, it <laughs> yeah. looks like there's a streak in the undies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I'm hit. yeah. Was, they played like shit to that last week. Yeah. You know, we can do all this stuff. So we had, there's tons of them. It's just it just works all around. How nervous were you on Thursday night watching the Buckeyes? Uh, not happy. Not happy. <laughs> I was anxiety level. Uh, my wife can never tell if I'm happy yelling or if I'm angry yelling, and and she just kind of leaves me alone in there. And me and the dog just watch the game, and I'm like, what is what the heck is going on here? So it seems like they're at the top of your sports hierarchy. What other what other sports teams, whatever, do you follow? Oh, I follow the NFL too, but you know, the, I do enjoy the Browns, but definitely the Buckeyes. I don't miss the Buckeyes. I kind of, you know, as I got older and started having kids in a life, I had to choose. You know, you just choose. Like I can't watch everything. I can't. I used to wake up at ten in the morning and sit down in front of ESPN and watch all the college game day, and then watch every game that goes on. And and then uh, then I got married and had kids, and they had you know. I had to grow up, I guess. And right. Has there <laughs> and so, been so then I said, okay, give me the Buckeyes and I'll be okay. Has there been any conflicts yet with you attending a show and the Buckeyes playing at the same time? No, that has not happened because luckily most shows don't air just one night. So right. I don't have to worry right, about right, that. Right. There's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I can always pick a different day. Um, my, my hope is, as maybe you don't know, but but for like great shows a little bit of friendly coordinated conflict is is always good so i'm kind of hoping that ron is also a, a sports fan and a michigan fan yes he oh man. no 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 he's oh. not no no he he would i don't know if we'd be friends that's the problem see i just we start off as friends remember and if he's a michigan fan i'd question his like I don't know. I'd question his integrity. So that didn't work out. So, so we, we're all Buckeye fans. We're all, we all enjoy the Browns. Uh, we, we just enjoy all that together. So we just bonded early on, I guess. And then, you know, Tom even, Tom's a big Anthony Wayne guy. And he goes and he helps out with Anthony Wayne football. And so it's, it's a good time. We're, we're definitely big sports fans. Now, they lose me on baseball. They talk about the Indians. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about How here. How come you're not a baseball so, fan? I just... 
I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know why I'm not a baseball fan. I, I was younger. You know, when you're younger, I played all the sports. We did all those things. It's not like I didn't, I don't dislike baseball. I just, uh, again, I think I just had to choose. So I just kind of lost contact with who the players were on the teams. And, and, uh, but if I, if I go to a game, I will still enjoy it. I'll have a great time. I'll get my sausage with you know, onions and peppers on it and, and enjoy the game. I just won't, uh, I won't know who the hell's out there on the field anymore. <laughs> totally fine. Um, whenever we have somebody on, we always like to talk about their favorite Toledo things. So what are, are some of yours? And I don't think you're going to give me Paco's in a Mud Hens game. Um, but if you want to, fine. But I prefer like off the beaten path things that you're into like, in the area. Oh, off the beaten path things? So if, if, if it's like, hmm. Like if you okay, say let's... nothing beats a Saturday at the zoo, like you don't really impress oh, me. No, I'm not going to say the zoo. <laughs> no offense to those play, those things. You're right. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, I don't, you know, go walking in the Metro Parks, that's another lame answer. Yes. Um, <laughs> unless you tell me like a Metro Park that people don't really attend. Oh, no. See, well, my wife is, my wife is a photographer and actually a well-known one in case you didn't know that. She's a phenomenal and so she scouts out everything so i've seen so many like different areas in town and one of the places i actually kind of really enjoy just going to and hanging out in is black kite coffee which is in on collingwood boulevard i enjoyed that i enjoy that whole atmosphere you know they're just a very welcoming place they got meat pies i mean who who has meat pies that's that's you know so they have these different meat pies there that you can have i i just enjoy that whole casual atmosphere in there and and people coming in and out, and uh, I just like the location of it too because it's uh, it's kind of this like mixture of people that come in. You know, you just everybody comes in. These you know young professionals, old older people, people who work in education, random ass dudes wandering in from the street like me. You know, uh, so I do I do tend to like go to coffee houses and just kind of sit and do that kind of man. I am kind of. Uh, a pristy little uh, preppy guy now, aren't I? <laughs> no, no, no. I? I'm a big black kite fan as well. How about uh, another restaurant in the area that you... Restaurant in the area that you, you have to go to. If you haven't gone to this place, you have to... It's um, uh, it's on Central. Uh, and it's... Uh, oh, my God. Why am I drawing a thing? It's a taco place on Central Avenue. And K-Pasa. That's what it is. K-Pasa is ridiculous. If you haven't had tacos there, you got to go. Street tacos. That's the the fast food, and I don't say that in a pejorative way. No, no. That's the fast food version of Carlos's place. Yes, yes. Carlos is wonderful. Get his his, uh, uh, jalapeno or his his spicy margaritas. Oh, so good. But then if you – there's no reason to go to Taco Bell anymore, people. Uh, I'm just saying. It's right down the street. Uh-uh. The, these places aren't open at 1 a.m. though. That's the only. <laughs> that's why we go to Taco Bell. <laughs> that's true. But K Passes, man, you pay the same amount for these tacos that are off the charts, just, or you can just go to Taco Bell and be disappointed. Kyle Omar, so, I said your last name uh, right, right? No, it's Omler, but that's omelet. okay. Like omelet, got yeah. it, got it. Yes, um, like this, omelet. This was this was fun. Next time, uh, I'm. A, it's been a while for obvious reasons. Uh, that you can have visitors, but next time I, I can drop by at TOL, I'll ask to uh, to see you and, and Ron, and I appreciate Oh, you, that'd uh, be great. Yeah, I appreciate you making it on the podcast. Oh, I can't believe you actually asked me on. That's weird. It's kind of surreal. Like, 
just start this damn podcast to have fun, and all of a sudden I'm on I'm on the radio, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, people can just uh, search stage door. Is that the easiest way to find yeah. you guys? State. I think the easiest way is add the word theater to end. So stage door theater. Got it. And awesome. it'll it'll pop up. Yeah. If you don't do that, other stuff might come up. So. Well, uh, let's do this again, and next time you'll have to let me know when when both you and Ron can hop on. And oh, I, awesome. We're getting into like fall is theater season at its peak, right? Yes, that's another reason why we wanted to start it when we did it because we just rolling out of this pandemic and not being able to have all this live theater. So now live theater is coming back, and fall is the nut season for all the all the fall shows. And new seasons are opening, so we're like, we got to do this now, man. We can't sit on this. Let's do it. Even though our equipment is terrible, we still got to do it. <laughs> the hosts suck. The equipment's terrible, but the guests are great. Yes, that should be our tagline awesome. right there. Kyle, thanks for the time. Have a good rest of uh, the day off, and uh, I'll, I'll 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 track you down soon. Thank you for having me on, man. Thanks, Kyle.